Hey, welcome to On Mike with Jordan Rich. It's conversation with creative types, with voiceover artists and actors and writers and directors, musicians and more. Today's wonderful guest is best known for her work in film, some very popular films at that. She's Erica McDermott, known best for her supporting role as Cindy, the sister of the lead character in the David O. Russell film, The Fighter. Erica was born in Cambridge, Massachusetts and came to be a working actress in movies in a rather interesting way, as you're about to hear. Her credits include such films as Manchester by the Sea, Joy, Body of Proof, and Black Mass, to name but a few. Now my conversation with actress Erica McDermott. Erica McDermott is a face we've seen and recognized from many, many films. And those eyes, you've borrowed Jennifer Connelly's eyes, obviously. She borrowed mine. Okay, that's it. She's got yours. <laughs> Give them back to Erica. They're so bright and blue. Well, wow. Thank you. If, if only the, the audience, well, they can use their imagination and they can look you up, ericamcdermott.com. So congratulations on your success. And you're a young lady from Quincy, Massachusetts. Yes, that's right. That's Thank right. you very much. Did you think you'd be... In the movies this much at this point in your career? Never. Never in a million years. I cannot believe what has happened to me. <laughs> now, talk about your background as an actress. Were you involved in high school and theater and any of that kind of stuff? No. No. Nope. I did one play in junior high school. Mm -hmm. um, but I've always been – public speaking has never bothered me. Uh, you know, I, I'm the Not one that, a wallflower. No. No. And I've always been – you know, I've loved the arts always. I've, I've loved taking art classes. I'm an only child. I had to be very creative – Playing Connect Four was okay. really challenging. <laughs> <laughs> so how did the first break occur? And we'll talk about the films in detail, but how did how did you get the first one? Uh, so I had been um, – I did some local theater um, in my hometown of Situate now where I live. Mm -hmm. um, there was a really cool uh, show called Mamalogs, which was little bits of stories um, from motherhood, uh, a comedy just so – I loved it so much. And there's a director who lives in my town. Her name's Lisa Rafferty. Uh, she decided to take her successful, already successful show, which had been, um, you know, in production for years, and to do one night only in my town of Situate. And she wanted moms from all over the schools to come and do the show one night only, and all the money would go to the school system. And okay. my name came up at the table, and I went in and did the show. Now, I, did you have to audition, or did she say, I want you? Kind of audition, but not really. It was kind of okay. like, oh, I really didn't know if I wanted to do it. I was... Okay. Uh, Definitely dragging my feet a little bit. But when I went and met Lisa and I read a few of the monologues, she said, oh, no, you're doing this. Okay. And that was a one-shot show, right? Yes. It was a one-shot show. And at the end, I couldn't believe how good I felt. It definitely is the um, the pure definition of being bit with an acting bug. Mm. Well, being bit with a bug is one thing, and there are a lot of people <laughs> listening who are doing community theater and even doing legitimate stage theater. But you've taken it to this next level. And Boston, we should add, is a vibrant film community over the last 25 years. So there have been a lot of films made in the city and they're big name movies. So yeah. how did, did you audition uh, casting companies? How did that work to get into movies in the first place? I'm really not sure what happened after the show that I did in, in Situate that night, but I received an email from, uh, at the time it was up and coming, which would have been Plymouth Rock Studios uh, years ago. Do you remember Plymouth Rock oh, Studios? Yes, I mean, yes. It was, it was going to be the next biggest thing. Right. Um, I had received an email from them to come up and meet with them, and uh, I did. And they actually gave me free acting classes for months. 
I paid not a dime. Really? Yes. Based on what they heard about through Lisa or someone else? I'm still, I didn't ask a lot of questions. (laughs) When I heard free, I said, that sounds really good. (laughs) But um, I had gone up and taken classes uh, once a week for a few hours Mm -hmm. um, with a great actor named Kevin Lassett. He was um, here from California and he, I don't know, he just, he made me believe in myself. Um, I went up, they taught me how to audition, how to slate my name. Um, how to carry yourself, how to study, how, the whole thing. And right. when I was done with that, I had registered with Boston Casting, and that's where things started to change. Well, Boston Casting is now worldwide recognized as as a great casting company for films and television. The first credit I see here is Night and Day. That was a Tom Cruise film. Yes. So Night and Day, I actually did after The Fighter, but it came out oh, before The Fighter. Okay. Well, The Fighter. It came out before The Fighter. It did. The yes. Fighter is the one that I want to talk to you about <laughs> yes. particularly because that's a meaty, wonderful role. I love the film and it was a huge hit and it garnered all kinds of awards and all that. And uh, it starred... It starred Mark Wahlberg, Christian Bale, Amy Adams. What a cast. Yeah. Uh, Melissa Leo. And, and you were, played one of the sisters. I pay, Yes, I played one of the sisters. <laughs> I played one of the sisters. Now, do, w- w- were they looking for people from here to, to play these roles to make them even more legitimate sounding? They did cast some of the girls from here, but not everybody was from here. Some right. were from California. Uh, one of the sisters lives here now, but she's not from here. Okay. Uh, one from New York. Um, I think they auditioned everywhere. From what I heard, um, they looked and looked and looked. So here you are, lovely lady from Situate. You had that show you did. You did a little acting work and learning lessons and so forth. Mm-hmm. But now you're in a scene with Mark Wahlberg. You're in a scene with <laughs> Melissa Leo. I ha- what is that like? What does that feel like? Um, I, I couldn't believe that any of this was happening. You know, I had several, several callbacks um, before I booked this thing. Um Mark was very comforting to work with because we're from the same neck of the woods. Our accent was the same. Um, He goofed around with me. We knew some of the same people. Um, And I think that working with him for the first time was more comforting than scary. I would imagine his comfort level being back home means a lot. And sharing that with the people on the set. Yes. <laughs> We're from here. It was great. Now, David O. Russell was the director, correct? He was the director, And yes. you've become a favorite of his. You've been in several films that he's done here in Boston. Yes. And I have to work for every one of those roles. He's real particular. Yeah. Um, he is very secretive. Um, and he that was the first film that, that I was in. So I learned a lot um, of his style. Mm-hmm. You know, that was the very first one. He's very, very secretive. And since then, you've worked with other directors, but uh, you work with him the most, I think? Yeah, I've worked with him the most. I've been in three films with him, yes. Why do you think he's drawn to Boston? Does he tell the cast and crew why? Because he's done several films that are based here. Yes, I I really think he likes the people. He said that Boston people are very real. He said um, they're authentic, they're real, they don't care, they... Um, you know, it doesn't matter who you are, that everybody kind of gets treated the same. The other film that comes to mind is American Hustle, which was also Christian Bale, right? Yes. Uh, Batman and all the other roles and all that. Uh, Yeah, and Amy Adams was in that one as well. And Amy Adams. These Mm -hmm. are some, you know, A-listers. And do do people in your realm on a set like that get a chance to mingle with the A-listers? Or is there a I mean, do the cast all get together as a group, or, or is there a separation? With uh, for the fighter and American Hustle, no, I hung out with all of those, great. all of them. Yeah, and it was really great working with Christian Bale again because he could eat um, in this film, where he was very, very thin when we did the fighter, and I was uh, heavier in the fighter. 
So sometimes we would sit down and I would be <laughs> eating a BLT sandwich and fries and he would have nothing but a half of an apple and a handful oh, of nuts. Oh, God almighty. It's yeah. not easy to be a superstar, is it? Nope. And Amy Adams and I were friends in um, an American Hustle. The other film yeah. that I'm looking at on your list of credits, Joy, that was also a David O. Russell, wasn't it? That was a David O. Russell film as okay. well. And that yep. was with the young lady? Gen uh, that was with um, Jennifer Lawrence. Jennifer Lawrence, right. Yes. Who's one of his favorites too. Yep. And uh, wow. So you've worked with some amazing people. We'll get to Black Mass, which is another favorite of mine. Yes. A great film. But what have you learned film to film? I mean, have you felt that your experience has just helped you get to the point where you're a better actress? You understand the way movies are made. I mean, I would imagine every time you do one, you get more experience, you feel better about it. It's been really cool uh, working with all these different all these different directors because they're so different. Where I had Scott Cooper, who um, directed Black Mass, he was an actor and a director, so he's had experience on both sides. Right, right. Um, and I loved that. Um, and then Keith Lonergan from Manchester by the Sea um, also, but he stuck with um, the script very much. He didn't, you know, we didn't really stray from the script where David O. Russell uh, really pulls everybody in the room and we work a scene before we go in. I mean, we, we could have a, a page of a scene before we begin filming and mm. by the time we're done, it is completely different. Interesting. So it's a it's a work in progress with David O. Russell. Very, very much so. You know, Manchester by the Sea, which is such a heavy piece. I mean, it's so dark and so brooding and, and emotionally powerful. Mm -hmm. But is it like that when you're on the set or are people goofing around and having fun or is it you in the mood, as they say? You're really, you are in the mood, no yeah. doubt. Um, Patriot's Day is a great example. Um, when we filmed Patriot's Day, um, we definitely did not have fun. It was... Um, it was very well. Patriot's Day, which is about the marathon bombing. Yes, for people from here, particularly, it must have been even more difficult because we all lived it. Yes, I we, think there we was were, a great deal of respect. Yeah. Um, there was no fooling around. There was no. Uh, it was. It was very, very, very serious. And I think everybody who worked on that one uh, just wanted to put their best foot forward and tell the story best they could. We're talking with Erica McDermott, who is a local. I say local actress, even though you're seen around the world in all these movies with several credits to your name. But uh, talk a little bit about balancing life, work, home with this movie career? Because most people don't get a chance to do what you're doing. How are you doing it? How are you handling it? I'm very fortunate that we have the mass film tax credit here. Mm -hmm. So even if I audition in L.A. or New York, some, sometimes the work is here. Most of the time, the work is here. Um, and I have two teenage girls who are in high school. Uh, they're almost 15 and 16 years old, and they definitely need me around. I need, you know, this day and age, you've got to keep your eye on, on sure. your teens. Um, balancing, I think right now m my instinct is that I want to get as much work as I can and I want to do as much as I can and whatever comes to me, I might as well just do it. Um, but balancing is thinking about my family first mm -hmm. and thinking about me and our future. So there have been roles that have come my way with incredible actors that I would have loved to have done the role, but I had to think of my kids. What would their friends think of this? What will my parents think of this? What will their... You know, where I've had to say I, I'm, I'm kind of good. I, although this is an incredible opportunity, I'm going to have to pass right now. Okay, so that was not what I was thinking. You're actually talking about certain roles that w you would feel a little uncomfortable about playing because yeah. of your family and so mm -hmm. forth. That's an interesting uh, and strong and courageous approach to turn something down because it might be controversial or affect your family. Yeah, and I want to be a good leader for my kids. Yeah. Show them, you know, that it's okay to say no to things. A project like Black Mass, which is about Whitey Bulger, I mean, talk yes. about Boston-centric, huge deal, but it involved some amazing actors, Johnny Depp, of course, which 
was sort of a comeback role for him. But you played the wife of uh, Billy Bulger. Yes. Billy Bulger played by an amazing force on the acting spectrum, Benedict Cumberbatch. And there, I read a piece about you helping him with the accent because he's British, of course. Yes. And we've talked a lot about this on other podcasts. The Boston accent, the New England accent, might be the toughest for other actors to to mimic. It really is. It's a it's a tough accent, and um, I think that when people aren't from Boston, they think all of us have the same exact accent. Where we don't, it depends on where you grew up, and it depends on what neighborhood you grew up in. My parents, for instance, are both from Cambridge. Their ac Boston accents are very different than mine. I grew up in Quincy, um, and that that's the tricky part. Is where when people say, "Oh, hey, I need a Boston accent," say something to me. I'm like, "Well, what part of Boston are we talking from? Are you the North Shore? Are you Dorchester? Are you Quincy? Are you Cambridge? Oh are you God. Somerville? Where are you from?" Exactly. It's very, very uh, parochial. There's different sections of Dorchester even that have different accents. Absolutely. So here's a guy who is considered one of the top actors in the world, both on stage. He's done Hamlet. I mean, he's mm -hmm. brilliant. But even he needs to have a little help, and often a Times I know on movie sets they have coaches, they have voice dialects coaches. Oh, but I would yeah. imagine learning from you was even easier. It was even better. It's hard for me to sit back and not say something if I hear if I hear a glitch. So he did have a coach with him. His coach was excellent. Um, but there was some there was a, a Christmas scene that we did, and um, the word eggnog just wasn't coming out right. He would just keep saying, "Oh, everybody, can I have some more eggnog?" He was just not <laughs> saying it quite right. And I was like, "I I got to step in." I'm yeah. like, "You got to we got to work on that one." Because eggnog, that's that one little uh, – and he is so focused and puts everything into his character that um, I think he did a pretty good job. I was really happy for him. And he was appreciative of your help. Very much so. Isn't yeah. That great? So relationships that are formed on a set when you you played his wife in this case, right? Yes. Relationships – I would imagine it really helps to have a trusting, warm relationship with somebody you have to act with because then you can share. Yeah. Suggestions and thoughts, right? Well, what was I really didn't know anything about Benedict Cumberbatch when when I started working with him. Um, so, and and that's kind of the case with a few of them, few of the people that I've worked with. Is where that I don't better know. not to be sort of starstruck when you walk into a movie set like that? For me, it is yeah. because um, if you're going to work with someone for a few weeks or uh, you know a month out of your life. I want to know if we're going to get along. Like, what's going to happen when we break for lunch? Are we having lunch together or are you going to go, you know, into your room and shut the door? I just – I want to get to know people for who they are. And mm -hmm. that just makes for a better, comfortable work environment, I think. It just adds to the culture, I well, think. Well, you're describing, uh, a, I'm going to say, an a, not a atypical but a typical kind of mom from southern New England approach. Come yeah. on. <laughs> we just yeah. real people here. I know. Well, that's, that's it. You some know? of the secret to your success perhaps. Is they're, they're, they are. They're just people. You know, and you'll know right away whether or not someone's not interested in developing a friendship and you just let them be and you let them have their space. One of the things about movies that I know about, of course, I've not been in too many uh, ex scenes of, of my own. I've done one little tiny little independent thing, a little walk on. But one of the things that uh, people don't realize is how much time it takes to film something that might on screen be 60 seconds or 30 seconds. Yep. The setup, right? The so setup. How, how do you deal with that? You just patient and wait and hope for the best. I mean, that that's a little disconcerting for some people. It really is. It's a long day. Um, it is a long day. And, um, you know, once you choose to do something on camera, you have to do it every single time. Exactly so the same way, take exactly to take. Exactly the same. Right, like if, right. if you're smoking a cigarette and it's, you know, half an inch long, 
that cigarette gets put out and a new one gets lit every single time. And if you have to shoot that scene 30 times or 15 times, that's 15 cigarettes that have to be cut, snipped, lit, and ready to right, go right. every single time. It's or, called continuity. It's a yeah. key element of films. And you can spot mistakes you know, in almost any movie, but it's so, it's so critical. And the other question about continuity is when you're doing a movie with Johnny Depp and Benedict, all these people – Oftentimes they film out of sequence. So is it important for an actor or actress to really understand, okay, this is after the scene that's going to come here. You know, we're filming this at the end. It should be at the beginning. Do you have to do a mind game thing with yourself to know where you are? Depending on who the director is, you usually have um, some sort of a rehearsal meeting where you'll get together in the room and you'll say, this is what's happened. I want everybody to, you know, get into character, get into that moment. Um, and they'll explain to you, like, at this point, this has already happened. So you're in the moment when you begin filming, whether or not you need to be sad or crying or anything like that. So they give you a heads up. I mean, if you haven't seen the whole script, they give you a heads up. They give you a heads up. Okay. And in terms of your your current status and the fact that you've done so many things, and I know Angela Perry quite well. She's been a friend for 35 years she loves her go-to people. She loves, and she's Boston casting. She and any good casting director knows Erica's going to knock it out of the park. Let's put her in this spot to to audition. Is that what's happening for you, I assume, now that you're you're in the front row in, in terms of getting a chance to appear? I'd like I'd like to think that that happens. Um, you know, you got to be a good fit. Right. You need to be the right age or, um, you know, if they're look, they brought me in for some real wild cards over the over the years that have worked out. Um, you know, sometimes you're auditioning for a 65 year old role and sometimes I've been auditioning for the hot 22 year old blonde role where I walk in and I'm like, what's going on right now? I'm definitely not fitting what I'm seeing. CGI, you know. But, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, Carolyn Pickman does the same thing um, right. where sometimes you just get called in and you don't quite fit, but um, they give you a shot. You just got to get in the room. And one more thing, when you're in the supermarket buying groceries for the family, do people occasionally say, I know you from somewhere? You get that, that happens all the time. Yeah. Character actors yep. get that Yep, I get a lot. that all the time. And I never want to be so bold to say, oh, well, do you know who I think <laughs> I am? So I just say, oh, I don't know. You know, maybe we met before. I, uh, yeah, I just move along. <laughs> I, I've interviewed hundreds of actors and actresses over the years, and my favorite people to talk with are indeed character actors who don't have the front name billing, the superstar billing, but they're the people, men and women, who do all these roles, and they disappear into these roles. And they have a great career, which is kind of what you're doing. You're do disappearing into these numerous roles yeah, and you get to it. play somebody else. How much fun is that? I absolutely love <laughs> it. You know, be, you know, um, when I first got into this, I really didn't know what it was called. But character acting and method acting, um, some, you know, I'll stay in character for a couple weeks depending on, on what it is. So if you're playing a hard-nosed, uh, tough, mean-spirited, you know, super strong female – Look out, girls at home. Mom's going to be a slightly upturned uh, female. Yeah. Female mom. Yes, exactly. <laughs> or the New York Jewish woman from, you know, ultimately that was the dialect that we chose for American hustle. And, um, oh, you yeah. Know, having dialect coach and going out and trying it out is, uh, and trying it out with your family. Oh, yes. Yes. Well, I'm so proud for you and Thank happy you. for you. Uh, being a local, we both uh, were born in the same town, yes. kind of grew up in the same town in yes. Quincy. And uh, there are many projects that are on line that are viewable, uh, things you've done. What's coming up? Do you have anything in, in play at the moment? Um, right now, uh, you can see me on television. I do a hefty trash bag commercial with John Cena. 
A hefty um, tr- well, that's yeah. pretty impressive. John Cena from uh, West Newbury, Massachusetts. Yes, yes. so that's nice playing guy. all over the place, and um, and it's funny, and that was a lot of fun, and we filmed it um right in Quincy, right in my neighborhood where oh, I no grew kidding. up. Yeah, no so kidding. that was a tough commute. <laughs> well, you might act in a movie with him because he's becoming pretty much a movie guy as well. Yeah, and he's a great guy. I really that's liked wonderful. him a lot. So. Well, we wish you the best of luck, and your name is your website, ericamcdermott.com. That's It'll take it. Take it right to your IMDb page, and the fact that you have an IMDb page that's Got a lot of credits. is really cool. Thank you so much. Thank great, you. Great to meet you. Thanks, Thanks for, for having me us. in. You've been listening to On Mike with me, Jordan Rich, a podcast produced and hosted by Chart Productions on the web at chartproductions.com. This podcast available on Apple, Google+, Stitcher, and all other download platforms. I invite you to rate, review, download, and subscribe to this podcast. And as always, I want to thank you for listening and wish you the very best day. Peace.